Hey everybody, welcome to Falcons Corner, Lackawanna College Sports Show, where we recap the week in Falcon sports and preview what's coming ahead. I am voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard, here with Sports Information Director, Chris Sawyer. Chris, welcome to the show. Exciting first uh, show of the year. Yeah, this is great, Mike. Uh, going to put it out there, let our community know what's going on with Falcons athletics. And, man, we've got a lot going on here. So this is a great format. We're up here on the perch overlooking the beautiful uh, basketball you know what? There's, court. I know you're new to the air, but there's no better setting, especially basketball-wise, when it comes to the student union. Yeah, you know, especially being here, like I said, on the perch. It's fantastic. Yeah, this is, this is impressive. Good. And like, so we're going to be broadcast you know, every week live on the Lackawanna College Falcon Athletic Network, LC Fan. So make sure you guys keep tuning in. Yeah, and, and we're going to get right into this, too, because we've had – it was homecoming weekend. We had a lot of things going on. We had uh, sophomore day. We even have the new mascot, which I'm sure we'll talk about that here. Was very exciting reveal. Very but, exciting. But then we're going in. The football team was going in. They had dropped to number four in the country, uh, welcoming in number 20, Nassau Community College. And it was a tough test for them. But they jumped out quick 17-0 lead. Uh, Nassau had a couple tr plays uh, that they pulled out which, of half. Which you're probably going to expect, you know, because if – really if teams are going to come into our place – and try to pull out a win, they got to pull out all stops. And they did with the onside kicks and the fake punts. You yeah, know? They, they, they did them in the game early. It was almost a whole quarter worth, worth of it. But, uh, you know, they regrouped. Coach Duda took them in the locker room, regrouped, and they just came out. The defense, I mean, we had some offense, but the defense, and we talked about that a little bit, the turnovers just stepped up and really won that game for them. The defense was lights out, especially in that second half. And you know what? I think this is our first show, so we definitely have to have a guest. And I did ask Coach Billy Reese to stop by, but once he found out we don't offer food like the John Mandola show, he backed out quickly. Yeah, so that's something we're going to have to probably work into the budget. We're going to have to work in the budget you know, But we, we are going to have a guest you know, today and probably someone from that defense. But, man, they were absolutely lights out, like I said. Phil Darius Payne on the defensive line, too, was a menace in the backfield. And the stat book really doesn't show it, but he was in that backfield all afternoon long. Yeah, I think John Mandola called his name every other play, it seemed like. And you also had uh, Crawford and Kennedy both, Mike Crawford, Robert Kennedy both in there. Five interceptions, three for touchdowns. And I think that just adds to our – I think we lead the, lead the country in, you know, not only interceptions but interception returns for touchdown, you know, which has got to be a great boost for the offense. I mean, it's keeping them off the field a little bit, so maybe it will keep them a little bit healthy. Um, but, yeah, when your defense can put points up on the board, that's tough to lose ball games. It really is, and especially when your uh, Nassau's pulling out all those trick plays. They just had no answer for, th for the defense. And actually, Mike, in the past two weeks, we've had six run back for touchdowns. So again, I don't know if that's a, a school record, but you, you can't ask for anything more from a defense. No, like I said, the defense, like I said, I know has been fantastic. And like I said, I'm in the weight room with them you know, every week, and I'll see them again tomorrow. They are killing it in the weight room. You know, Every day is basically their day to make another step in that journey to where they want to go to at the end of the season. And real quick, let's talk about the offense. Uh, Cavallaro had a, a nice day. He was 12 for 21, 141 yards, had two touchdowns. One was to Norville Black. And, um, but he didn't really need – he spread it around. He didn't need a big, big-time receiver that game. The running backs were running back by committee. All of, of them course. were in the 30s or 40 uh, yards rushing, so they shared the, the load. So, again, when you look at the offensive side, to have that many people be able to come in and contribute uh, is a great team win. It is. And you know what? Calvin Bell contributed a lot on, on Saturday, which was nice to see. He ran the ball really hard. I did ask him before the game to get the ball into the end zone, you know, so he did do that. You know, I think that was his first score of the year. And then, like I said, even offensively, you could count on Samir Parks to give you a yeah. touchdown every game. He will find an opening, and he will get in that end zone. Um, I was just talking to Coach Pardini, too, and he said he is the coach on the field. Like, he is their general. He is he is their guy to make sure that everything is running smoothly. So, you know, a lot of sh a big shout-out to, to Samir. He's been having a great season this year. It's pretty hard to tackle a former outside linebacker turned tight end uh, when he gets that ball going down the middle. So, that was, yeah, he had a great touchdown uh, catch yep. uh, for Rob. Absolutely. But like I said, 
going to touch it back on the defense again, too. I mean, even Brandon Hickerson Rooks, you know, yeah. we called his name a lot, you know, on Saturday, too. So, I mean, a good overall team win, um, 20 in a row for the Falcons. Um, we got to keep it rolling to this week when we got New Jersey Warriors coming into town. So what do we think about, you know, the New Jersey Warriors coming in? Yeah, I think, you know, they have two, two games left. They got the Warriors coming in. I think it's really, uh, for them, a statement game again. They really got to take the next two games and just make big statements, jumping ahead to Georgia Military. We'll talk about that at next week, but that's going to be a real big game. They just have to go in, take take care of business, and, you know, when you talk about the polls, you know, let let your play do the talking. We'll see how things uh, turn out. Exactly. And I know the polls are a big thing today because we're filming on Monday. Polls come out in approximately about 45 minutes from now from when we're, when we're filming, so, you know, we should get a good idea of where we're going to fall in those polls, but I mean, I can't see us falling again. I mean, we are eight and zero, and we have been dominant all season long. Um, going on the road, playing top ten teams, you know, taking care of business at home, playing ranked opponents, you know, whenever we can. It would be amazing for us not to be in that two or three spot. Yeah, and, and give credit to, before we get off football. Twenty wins in a row now. Coach Duda just moved up to number seven all time. Uh, of NJCA coaches and wins too, so great, uh, and, great compliment. And there. I refer to him, and I, I know he thinks I'm joking around with him, but he is the legend. And he, I was just in his office. He is hands deep into the New Jersey Warriors. Um, I kind of question him a little bit about you know Georgia military, and he's like, it's New Jersey Warriors. I'm scouting them. I'm scouting everybody as if my daughter is. If my daughter was a running back on that team, I'm still scouting them. You know, so you know he'll have his guys ready to go for Saturday. Yeah, and let's talk. We had a lot, lot more at cross country, which is a, a sport that doesn't get a lot of recognition. But we, I want you to talk a little bit about that. We have a, a very talented cross country team that the past two weeks has really stepped up and done a lot of things. Yeah, like I mentioned to you earlier off camera, I was fortunate enough to be interim cross country coach for a couple weeks while we transitioned from our former coach to our current coach. Um, so it was an honor for me to take those guys and work on their training. Um, they have come a long way. Um, Kevin Fowler was lights out to begin with in the beginning of the season. You know, he ran a full marathon, I think, the week before our first, you know, race. So, you know, his conditioning, his everything was fine with him. But the other guys, Miguel Salvador, Azon, you know, Benson, all those guys have really, really lowered their times. And we talked about early in the season when I was with them and how important it is for us to peak at the right time. Um, so I know that when their first race, they weren't completely satisfied with their times, but you know, we talked a little bit and said, hey, 19, region 19 championships are where it is. Let's peak for that. So kudos to Coach Simpa you know, for staying on that plan and working with them you know, every day at practice. They peaked at the right time. Four runners in the top 15, That's three it. in the top 10. I mean, so region 19 champions for the cross country team. I don't think anyone would ever expect that to start the season, but you know they pulled it off. So great job to them, great job to Coach Simple. Yeah, absolutely. And speaking of Region 19 too, our men's soccer team uh, qualified. I think it was the first time in two years at the number five seed for the tournament. Uh, had had a tough game uh, against Rowan uh, College of Burlington County. Lost five nothing. But again, a great season by them to make the tournament, and, and actually had a couple people make first and second team uh, which, all region, which is fantastic. Even considering the circumstances of them really not having a coach going into the season. Um, all the hard work behind the scenes and making sure we get all those guys in here 
um, all those scholarship guys, you know, here, make sure we were able to field the team. And then Coach Smith, you know, coming in and taking over if it's, as if nothing ever happened. And I think we only lose six, maybe six guys yeah. from that team. So, you know, big things ahead for, for soccer, for sure. Absolutely. And you talk about Coach Smith took over the men and the women's team. And, you know, kudos to him, too. But we just mentioned first team, Marcellus Bonney uh, was on the first team. And second team was Justin Solano, if I'm saying that right, Justin, All I right. apologize. And then Matthew Tisdale, our goalkeeper. And then on the women's side, we had two second team, Alexa Smith and Sophia Andriolan. So, again, there's nothing to go but to go up for soccer. And Coach Smith, you got to give him a lot of credit, like you were saying, stepping it, in there. Exa exactly. Especially, you know, early August, we're thinking, oh, my goodness, what are we going to do with soccer? Are we going to have a soccer team? And then, you know, qualify the Region 19 tournament, be number five seed, and get people on that all-region team. Great job to all those guys and girls and to Coach Smith, of course. And we got one more Region 19 thing to talk about. Uh, the volleyball team, which just concluded their regular season uh, against Delaware Tech, uh, won 3-0. Three, three but that win has propelled them. We're waiting on the seedings right now, which we're, we're waiting as we, we, we tape here, too that uh, they've qualified for the tournament. We're looking to see where they go and where they'll come in seated. And of course, the big three were very instrumental in that win. Jamie Brand, Ethan Lockhart, and of course, you know, Amaya Townsend, you know, the, the big three on the volleyball team. Again, a dominant performance for those three, you know, this past Saturday at Dell Tech. So hopefully they keep that momentum, that momentum rolling. I know they've won a couple in a row. Um, it's always a big test in that Region 19 tournament for them. There's some really quality volleyball teams, um, especially being able to see them over the past couple years since, you know, we were able to host the championships. But um, it'll be a good test for them. But like I said, I think they could be up to the task and maybe surprise people down there. Yeah, and you mentioned Lockhart. Uh, you know, I've watched, now that I'm in the SID role here, I've got to see some of the volleyball games. She is so she's just nonchalant, smooth. And how many digs and kills that we write up every week that she's got, you, you watch her, and it's almost like the silent assassin. She'll hit the uh -huh. ball, and all of a sudden, nobody can get it. It's, uh, it's amazing yeah, to watch and, her and play. And I said, even with Jamie Brand digging mm -hmm. those balls, you know, her forearms have got to be black and blue after every match. And she's down on the floor, you know, blocking those balls, getting those digs, you know, you know, and she's a basketball player yeah. playing volleyball yeah. and she's done a really good job, you know, on the volleyball court this year. Well, we've recapped everything that's happened this week here uh, at Lackawanna College. Um, we uh, we are going to be doing a segment, too, and I know you'll be taking over that, our Athlete of the Week. Yep. Uh, yeah, and I look forward up. to talking to Robert. Yep. And we'll have that every week, too, uh, right, as we sit up here on the We're going right? to get, as long as they don't need food, yeah. We are going to have a guest. We'll, we're going to talk to Eric about somehow working in some kind of budget for us to get. Well, at least we'll tell them they're going on the John Mandola show, and then when they show up, it's just us. It, so it'll just be us, yeah. So. But and speaking of, I don't. Speaking of John Mandola, if you haven't had a chance to listen to him on the Lackawanna College Football Athletic Network on those home football games, you are missing out. Even go to our social media pages mm -hmm. and listen to that return from Ian Newton, rooting to Newton, Newton. You know traveling 35 yards on that deflection from Robert Kennedy for a touchdown. Um, it was it was some good stuff. And I really, since I'm in the press box with you guys, really got a kick out of the intrigue and the mystery you put around the reveal of the new Lackawanna College mascot name. You know, I know you guys came up with some clever names yourselves. Probably should have entered them a little bit. But, you know, we did decide after a vote to name the Falcon Elsie, um, you know, with our Elsie initials. So, you know, Elsie will be around at a lot of our our home athletic events, you know, so you got to make sure. And uh, see, I'm a big Met fan, so I could see, you know, Elsie being a little bit like a Mr. and Mrs. Met, you know, so we got some photo opportunities, get the kids in here. Kids are just going to want to come to the Union or to Memorial Stadium just to get their eyes on Elsie. 
Yeah, absolutely. It was a great it was a great weekend all around for everything. And you talked about watching John on on our YouTube stream. That's part of the Lackawanna College Falcon Athletic Network. We're going to be here every week. We're streaming basketball. We're streaming volleyball. A lot of things going on in the athletic department. We're you know I know you I can speak for you. We're happy to be a part of this Falcons Corner oh, show to be able to bring fantastic. this to everybody uh, each week and, and get updated on what's going on with our great student athletes and our great coaches. And like I said, it's a great way like I said, just to get to know our guys a little bit more, guys and girls a little bit more. We have the most sincere, tremendous athletes, you know, in the area, and they really deserve, you know, the support that I know is out there, you know, in this area, especially, and I say, I know we're talking football a lot, but, you know, we have a chance to be playing for a national championship, and that's not something that too many schools around here can say. Maybe the University of Scranton 30 years ago with their men, and then maybe, you know, a handful of years ago with their women, but for a college team in the Scranton area, to have a chance to play for a possible national championship, and that's going to happen two weeks against Georgia military. Man, people have got to get out here and support those guys. Yeah. I mean, they deserve it. They work hard. Even though they're not all from the city of Scranton, they take pride in the city. They take pride in the town. Um, so, you know, it's exciting times here at Lackawanna. And they are Scranton's football team. They so are. That, that is, that's important. They are. There's and a reason we play that Electric City song after scores. And, and again, they'll have a chance to come see Root and Toot and Newt. You never know uh, what you're <laughs> going to see when you come to a Lackawanna football exactly, game. Exactly, exactly. Mike, I've enjoyed it. It's been great. Yeah. Don't go anywhere yet, though, because we're going to be joined soon by defensive back Robert Kennedy. Um, he's going to be here on set with us, and we're going to give a little chat and get his thoughts on his game this past Saturday and uh, what's looking forward to the next couple weeks of their season. All right, Chris, it's been a pleasure. Been a pleasure. You know, to many more. Yes, sir. All right, awesome. Take flight, everybody. We'll catch you on the next side. Looking to throw. Throws it out, gets blocked, and it's oh. going to be picked up. Kennedy has it in his hands. And how about that play for the Falcons? Maybe the defensive play of the year. Couple receivers over to the left-hand side. They'll pitch it now. Quick pitch, but oh, man, Robert it's Kennedy, Kennedy broke him in half and a flag down on the far side of the field. So it's fourth down here. Sanchez is in the gun. Big down here for the Lions. Going to look to the flat. There's nobody. Throws it back this way. And Robert Kennedy again. He doesn't care if a guy's six inches bigger, 40 pounds heavier. He comes and lays the wood. And the heat is on. Oh. And it's an interception. And the big daddy on the right-hand side. Could he take it the distance? It's a touchdown. Ian Newton. That was crazy. Well, again, there's the there's the pressure. They take advantage of the they take advantage of the new quarterback coming in, right there trying to run the screen, and they're right there. He picks it right out of the air and Rooten, for a touchdown. Tootin' Newton, man. Hey everybody, back with you on the Falcon Athletic ne Network. Voice of the Falcons, Mike Rickard here with Sports Information Director Chris Sawyer and Lackawanna College Athlete of the Week Robert Kennedy. Robert, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming in. I know we got you at a rough time. You're in the you're in the weight room getting some getting some work in. So we appreciate you giving us a, a couple minutes. Yes, sir. Um, great effort on Saturday. You were a complete menace to everyone on Nassau. You were all over the place. Second, especially in the second half. I know Chris has your stat line. He's the SID guy, and he'll go over that with you. But you know, one tremendous job. You know, key to victory was definitely the defense on Saturday. How, how do you think the defense performed overall? Um, I think I think we performed good. I mean, in the first half we were like subpar, and in, in the second half, I think I felt like I had to provide a spark because we were like really flat, as we were missing our two starting safeties. So I was like, I was like, 
if it's up to me to you know provide a spark, I guess I'm gonna have to do that. And in the second half, we showed up as a lack one of defense that everybody knows. And you know that's something Chris and I forgot to mention earlier is that you guys are a little shorthanded in the defensive backfield. You know, with um, you know Jair being out, and then with the Mantis, you know, yeah. with him being out. Um, so for you guys to step up and have that performance in the second half was 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 really was really nice to see. I know Chris has your stat line. He's really eager to go over those. Well, over those what we were just talking about, you know, Nassau comes out with these trick plays, and you know, guys are up seventeen nothing. So you go into halftime, and, and I'm glad you said that because I was wondering up there in the, in the press box, you know, were you rattled, or you just need to sit down and focus again? But you did. You came out. And your defense, you guys had three touchdown interceptions returned for a touchdown. It's a total of five interceptions. But not not only that, one of the plays we've been talking about, you're pressuring the Nassau, you're pressuring the Nassau quarterback. You get in his face. You, I guess you did you tip the ball? Yes, on the, sir, yes, tip sir. the ball, and then all of a sudden, as what do we call it, rootin' tootin' newton, picks the ball up, and, uh, <laughs> and, and he's gone. Yeah. Talk about that play a little bit, because it seemed like you guys were able to get through that offensive line uh, pretty easy in the second half. Yeah, well, we knew, we knew we were going to have to get pressure on the quarterback because – he wasn't he wasn't too good under pressure as we watched it on film. So whenever we got to him, you know, he did what was expected and he just threw it threw it away. And whenever I hit it, I just knew I just knew somebody was going to touch it. And whenever I saw Ian score, it was that's one of the happiest feelings when you see a big guy catch a touchdown. It's yeah, real good. top ten sports center top ten didn't pick that up, but they <laughs> should. But you know, real quick, Mike mentioned your, your stats. Let's talk about that again. You had two interceptions and you had one for a touchdown as well. But you had a forced fumble, the big pass breakup. You also had. You had five solo tackles, but two of them for loss. So you had an overall great game, and there's a reason why you're sitting here being our athlete of the week. So yes, a great game you played. But again, talk about the preparation that you had, knowing that two two guys are are out, and you are going to have to step up and provide that spark, which you did. Especially and Crawford too, Mike Crawford yes, uh, as well. Um, preparation is like a really big thing for us. And whenever we, whenever I saw that those two were going to be out, our safeties coach, Coach Paul, was telling me that I'm going to have to come up big, and. I mean, he put the pressure on me, and, and I honestly like the pressure. So that's I felt like I had to have a big game, and that's what I did. Take us into the locker room at halftime. You know, you're only up a score. What was Coach Duda's message to you guys at half? I mean, Coach Duda, he's always, like, he's always fired up. And, I mean, you know, Coach Duda's been around for so long, so he knows what it's like whenever he sees a team that's not playing up to the potential. So he really got on us, and we responded as we as we should have. How do you guys stay focused, you know, for the next couple of weeks? New Jersey Warriors coming up, you know, this Saturday, then the big one against Georgia Military the following week. You know, what are you guys doing, you know, to stay, you know, involved in the process? Yes, sir. Every week we want to go one and zero. So this week we plan on going one and zero and taking it one game at a time. And we we're never going to sleep our opponent. Like we know New Jersey Warriors isn't having a good season, but. We're going to take them as if they're the number one team in the country, just like everybody else. And I could see that, too, because I would just grabbed you out of the fitness center. A lot of you guys with class commitments cannot make, you know, the group team strength workout in the McKinney Athletic Performance Center. Um, but you guys are still getting to the fitness center here, getting your work in. How important are those workouts to you? And do you think getting a good workout in, kit in the weight room helps you prepare, you know, for the weekend? Yes, sir. I mean, we're we're all sore right now, and we feel that we still have to, you know, like I said, we don't sleep anybody. We still have to outwork the opponent, and that's exactly what we're going to do. That's why we're in the student fitness center every single day, working, working out, you know, and you're also working the students out in the in the weight room that we have in our in our um 
in the dorm. And, uh, yeah, we just, we just named it the McKinney Athletic Performance Center. Do you, oh, does yeah, that sound yeah. good? The MAPC, the McKinney Athletic <laughs> Performance Center. That's McKinney, the, you know, that, you know, I, that's that's the new name for that room down there and stuff too. So I know all the guys, especially offense and defense, like are both really, you know, still working hard, yes, you know, sir. in that weight room. So no one is going to outwork us, I'm yes. sure, you know, especially you know when it comes to weight room and game preparation. Yes, sir. You know, last thing I'd say, again, congratulations on being named the Athlete of the Week. You talked about the New Jersey Warriors not having a good season, but for them, this would be their the biggest game for them this year to come in and knock you guys off. So uh, talk about just staying focused and, and, and prepared and, and not taking anybody uh, lightly. Yeah, we, we already know that everybody's going to give us their, their biggest punch. You know, we were playing against um, Nassau last weekend, or actually this weekend if you want to say it, and they were saying that, you know, this is the number four team in the country. This is like one and – you know, we took that as like just more ammunition to, you know, I mean, just to dominate. So whenever they're saying that, we're going to expect every team to say that, you know. So we definitely just took it as ammunition and we just ended up dominating. You know what, and just a little message you could give to all your guys too. The coaches are already game planning for New Jersey Warriors. I was in their office earlier. You know, they're already on film. You know, they already got the game plan. I'm sure you guys are going to be installing. So, you know, they're taking, you know, New Jersey Warriors as if, you know, they're playing, you know, for a championship, just like you, you just said. So, you know, I'm sure you'll get those guys as the captain of that defense, you know, fired up and ready to go and uh, get us another victory on Saturday. Yes, sir, for sure, for sure. You know, it, it all starts with the coaches. That's why, you know, the leaders on this team are so good because starting with Coach Duda, Coach Pardini, and Coach Reese, they're so good at what they do, and they just rub off on us. Speaking of Coach Reese, he, we're going to ask him to come in on the show, and we joked about this earlier in the show. He expected food. You know, I don't know yeah. if, you, if you've ever been at the John Mandola show. Yes, sir. You, they feed you. Yes, so sir. we appreciate you coming in without us having to feed you. We were working, like I said, on the budget to get food. Coach Reese is holding out for food. Um, I'm sure Coach, Bar Coach Bardini will hold out for some food, too. So yes, we appreciate you coming in, being our first guest. Congratulations on an awesome Thank season you. so far. Yeah, Robert, Best of luck to you in the future. Everyone, thanks for tuning in to our first episode on the Lackawanna College Falcon Athletic Network, Falcon's Corner, here from the Perch in the Student Union. We'll catch you next time.